Welcome to the Positively Fit Podcast. This is the podcast for you to ditch the diets and become the strongest version of yourself through proper nutrition, mindset, and movement. Every single Sunday, we will be bringing you a new episode by one of us coaches that will empower you to unapologetically show up for yourself. We are here to give you the fitness and mindset hacks to bring out the strongest and most confident version of you. Welcome back to the Posley Fit Podcast, or welcome if you are new. I am so pumped for today's episode. I have my good friend Zoe here with me from Chicago, and we are going to talk to you about our transition from macro tracking to mindful eating. And we're gonna give you some really amazing tips to help make the transition for you that much easier. But before we dive in, Zoe, I would love for you to tell everyone listening a little bit about yourself. Yeah, of course. Thank you, Meg, for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Meg and I I have been good friends for a while now, probably since, what, 2019? We met at the LA Fit Expo. 2019 or and I think we were social media friends for prior like a but long we officially time met that. then yeah yeah so we met then uh Meg let me sleep over at her house I never met you and she never <laughs> met me <laughs> we were strangers and I slept over at our house um but I am kind of a little bit all over the place right now I do marketing and um, customer experience for a company called Chomps which we make uh, healthier meat jerky and meat sticks. I just had one and I can say they're actually really good. I'm not a huge beef jerky person and I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, really good and actually fitting for these conversations because it's a healthier like snack option. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what I do right now, but I also game on the side and I actually stream on Twitch and do make a little bit of money playing video games, which is kind of crazy. So cool. Co- cool. <laughs> and uh, But my... Prior like jobs and everything that I've done have been fitness related or health related. I used to bodybuild. I did it for three and a half years. And I actually used to work for Ghost, a supplement company in the headquarters for almost three years there too. So I've had my fair share of dieting, macro tracking, Mm -hmm. uh, gym, all kinds of levels of fitness. So, um, and that's kind of how Meg and I met through the whole fitness like bodybuilding world. Yeah. And Zoe has truly been thriving the last six months just in her body, intuitively eating. So Mm -hmm. I knew that this would be a really awesome topic because I also know that she personally has struggled a lot with macro tracking and just Mm -hmm. her relationship with food as well too. So before we dive in and give you all those tips and kind of why we did transition, I want to first talk about macro tracking and make sure you guys know that we are not here to shame macro tracking. It is not a bad thing. It is an amazing tool that's going to educate and teach you so much. If you've never tracked before, highly recommend just pausing this episode and going back and actually listening to our full episode on macro tracking and why it's so important and how to actually get yourself to start tracking. But I just really want to remind you guys that macro tracking is not bad. It is such an awesome tool. But at the end of the day, it is not something that you should ever be doing for a very long time. It's not meant to be a lifestyle. Right. Yeah, it's definitely a good tool. I would not know what I know about nutrition if I never actually macro tracked. Um, It's such a relief, actually, from going from like meal plan to macro tracking. You feel more freedom. But uh, you definitely could get into some type of like rut or like feel like you have to 
track every little thing that you're eating. Um, and it doesn't have to be like that. Once you kind of like learn the tools from macro tracking, you can kind of move on and uh, do it intuitively. Go ahead and dive into what made us decide to actually stop macro tracking because both Zoe and I did track macro for years. Mm -hmm. And I can clearly remember when I recognized that I needed to stop and let it go. Can you? Yeah, I have a specific like memory that I think is engraved in my head forever. Yeah. Well, I want to hear it. Tell us. Go okay, ahead. So I had, I was like on and off bodybuilding. So I did one show for three years. So I, I like bodybuilded for like three years and did one show every year. Mm -hmm. And then I was going into my fourth year of like doing that. And this is like a whole nother topic, but I was kind of in that like weird thing that people experience. I know I'm not the only one where I would like do a show and then like try to reverse diet and fail mm -hmm. and then like go into like my fix for it was like do another bodybuilding show. Yeah. So like, and I know people experience that, but I, so like, that's kind of like the craziness that I was like kind of stuck in for a little bit. And I was like preparing for another show and I was doing, I was macro tracking and I think it was like New Year's or some type of holiday. And I remember I saved all my macros <laughs> for like, this is, do not do this. But <laughs> I really, I knew that I had like something to do and we were going to eat pizza mm -hmm. and I saved all my macros so that I could like fit the pizza in. Mm -hmm. And I remember like eating the pizza and I was like, this is great, but like, I can't believe that I like hoarded my macros yeah. and like that I'm like living to this, like, I don't know, this standard for myself. This number. Like, yeah. This number that I just had to like fit it in. I was eating my pizza and I think it was literally that next day. I was like, I don't think I should track macros anymore because I felt like I felt it like mentally. It was mm. like, I don't think I need it anymore um, because at this point, like, it's like hurting more than it's helping Yeah. as far as like, I knew how many carbs were in that pizza. I knew how much fat was in that pizza. And I realized that like, I kind of learned everything I needed from it. And mm -hmm. uh, I also saw others intuitively eating and like maintaining their body just fine without that like mental struggle of having to like think about your macros all day. Um, and that was like kind of my moment. I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to try not to track macros. Yeah. And that was like my t stopping point, that pizza on New Year's. Hmm. I love that. You really can remind that. Yeah. You can remember that moment. For me, I was half-assing it. I was definitely kind of on and off trying to track. And I had decided last year around March that I wanted to put myself through a little bit of a mini cut. I wasn't doing a show, but I wanted to do a cut for just summer and lose a little bit of weight. And I was like, oh, I'm going to track my macros because I knew it's such an amazing tool. And that's all I really had ever done in the past to allow me to lose weight. And I kept failing myself. Like I literally kept saying, I'm going to track macros. I'm going to do it. And I would just half-ass it. I, wouldn't, I would do one day and then I would go off. And kind of like you said, I realized it was causing more harm than good because I was mentally beating myself up 
constantly because I wasn't sticking with my word of actually tracking macros. So that's when I really had to get real with myself and ask myself, why am I tracking macros? I have spent years tracking. I have an amazing foundation when it comes to food. I'm very in tune with myself. Do I truly need to track macros in order to achieve my goals? And the answer is no. And I, at that moment, decided, you know what? I'm going to stop tracking macros and I'm going to try to do this cut successfully with mindful eating by creating boundaries for myself, by kind of creating rules for myself when it comes to my food. And I'm definitely going to share more of this as we get into the tips, but I was successfully able to drop five pounds throughout the summer without tracking any macros. And I think that definitely tells a lot of how amazing of a tool it can be because it can really set you up and give you that foundation so that you can intuitively eat and make healthy living more of a lifestyle. Yeah, and I um, actually was able to, so this, we're going to touch on this too, but I've noticed that the biggest thing for me was like learning what, like how much protein I should be getting and like all Mm -hmm. of that that I learned from counting macros for such a long time, I'm able to still like think about it and I know like how, when I look at a food, how many macros are in it and I still use that like daily. I don't think I'll ever not use it, Yeah. but I'm able to like hit my, reach my goals without it. And my weight will like fluctuate too. And everyone's does. Everyone. <laughs> like, and I'm talking like, like my weight, I, I'm five, four. So like everybody's so different. So like, but like my weight will fluctuate like anywhere between like 15 to like 30 pounds sometimes. Mm-hmm. And what I've realized, especially intuitively I could be 30 pounds heavier and still like be pretty active just like because I'm, I'm I'm eating a little bit more and whatever, but I'm like still like so happy in my body. Like yeah. I could be 30 pounds heavier and, so- and happy. Like, and that's what I've noticed that like, if I'm like counting macros, like you were saying, like, mm-hmm. and you're like trying to do it, but then you're falling off and then you're trying again, and then you're falling off. And then if you're gaining weight in that process or like not hitting your goals, then you feel like guilty about yeah, it. Yeah, you feel like a failure. Yeah. And, and intuitively eating when I'm like, I know why I'm gaining weight, but mm-hmm. I'm at peace with it. And I'm still like a healthy person. Like mm-hmm. I'm still going to the gym. I'm eating a little bit more. And I know if I like cut my calories or like cut some things, like I know that I would have a little less fat, but like it's not the end of the world to yeah. have the fat and like. I'm at peace with it. Yeah, and I think the biggest red flag that sticks out to me, and I know you're going to agree with this, is that if you recognize that tracking macros is stressing you the heck Mm -hmm. out mentally, guess what? That is going to physically stress you out too, and that's actually going to cause you to hold on to a lot of water, probably going to actually cause you to gain weight. Stress can do do a lot to the body. So if it's giving us that stress, it's probably going to, it's actually going to cause more harm than good. Yeah. And that's something you have to like internalize and really come to an agreement with yourself because some people strive off that or Mm -hmm. like that structure. They love the structure. Yeah. Structure makes stress like less for them. They, They have less stress when they have structure. And for me, and it, I think at different times in my life, it changes too with everyone. Like if you have more of a chaotic schedule, maybe that structure does help you like get your calories mm-hmm. in or get your, your macros in. But um, sometimes like if you, yeah, like you said, if it's stressing you out more than it's helping, then 
And we could probably have a whole whole conversation on that. Absolutely. About stress and like weight and all <laughs> yeah. of that. But that's a really good point. Yeah. And I want to remind you guys too that it is okay if you go back to tracking mm-hmm. macros at some point if that's what you want to do and you know you're going to thrive from that structure. In fact, I know Coach Emily, the last six months to a year, I want to say, she has not been tracking macros. She's been mindful eating or intuitively eating and she wants to do a little cut for summer and she actually does want to track macros because it gives her that structure, but she's going to take a flexible approach to it and she's not going to go from zero to seven days a week. We have her goal set. I'm coaching her right now. So (laughs) we have her goal set for four days a week to track those macros. She knows she thrives off structure plus consistency is always awesome. Our body's going to thrive off that. So there's definitely benefits to tracking macros. But the biggest red flag is that if it is starting to really stress you out, it might be time for you to let it go. And you have to recognize that it should not be something that you do for the rest of your life. Do you truly want to track your food for the rest of your life? Probably not. Probably not. So eventually you are going to want to learn how to start mindful eating and Trust me, guys, when you start to intuitively eat and you start to be really in tune with your body, you are going to thrive on a whole different level. It's going to feel so good to know that you have built this amazing foundation and that you are living a healthy lifestyle for the rest of your life. That's a good, I'm glad you brought that up that you're coaching Emily too, because I've had a lot of coaches in the past and I've been in situations where I've like wanted to intuitively but I'm like scared like I thought that I would like let my coach down if I was Mm -hmm. like I'm not if I if I told them like I'm ready like I know we have like these macro goals but I kind of want to intuitively eat like having like the positively fit community and your relationship with your clients is so cool because any client that goes to you and they're like I've learned what like I feel like I've learned so much from macro and now mm-hmm. I'm ready to intuitively eat and like yeah. obviously with like Emily she's gonna be comfortable enough with you like yeah if she ever one day 100%. was like okay I only want to do three days or mm-hmm. I want to do four days and having that like open communication is yeah. so cool. In fact, we actually rebuilt out our course this la- at the end of last year and we have a full section now on how to make that transition and that's something that with a lot of our girls. Once they've really hit that big goal that they had, we are helping them make that transition so much easier because we want to get every single person to the place where they are mindful eating and still living this healthy lifestyle, knowing that they can achieve their goal. Because ultimately, that is the end goal, is to be able to intuitively eat and feel really good in your skin. And maintain. Like, that was one of my things with, like, working with a coach that – I would like reach these goals and then especially with bodybuilding yeah you like you have these like abs these shredded abs and then Mm -hmm. like like you in your mind you almost like think you're gonna be able to maintain it forever so you can't no there's no way and it's like it's not not healthy it's not yeah even like you shouldn't even like think that but we like kind of like have that false hope so it's really cool that you help your 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 clients transition your everybody in the community it's awesome As we wrap this episode up, we want to leave you with four tips that's going to help you make that transition that much easier and allow you to really thrive as you intuitively eat. So the first and truly the most important thing is that you must have a solid relationship built with yourself first. Mm -hmm. 
you want to listen to your body and be in tune with yourself because without that it's going to be really hard for you to like come be at peace with not tracking absolutely so that truly is like number one and that's something you know with our clients in the pfc we always make sure that is there first before they even think about making that transition number two would be making the process a slow transition and this is definitely going to look very different for every person and really depending on how much you are tracking utilizing it one thing i know we've done with our clients in pfc is have them actually stop inputting numbers into my fitness pal, but still having them weigh out some of their food to make sure that they are still prioritizing getting four to five ounces of protein or that they're getting 100 grams of carbs, but they aren't actually putting all those numbers in. And then also trust your coach while they're making these suggestions Mm -hmm. because it could be a scary thing to stop, but as you slowly transition, just trust your coach and trust your body because it will they'll both take care of you. Yeah, absolutely. Another like really good rule of thumb is just make sure you're continuing to prioritize protein at every single meal and using all the knowledge that you have learned from macro tracking to ensure that you are balancing out those carbs and the fats. Fuel your body, babies. Fuel <laughs> absolutely. Your Food is not the enemy. <laughs> Truly, it's not the enemy. And then the last thing that we have for you guys, and this kind of does go with the first thing of building that relationship with yourself, is just learning to really honor your hunger cues and your cravings, but also not being afraid to call yourself out. Realistically, is it going to be good to have a cookie every single day? No, absolutely not. I know for me, I like to set those boundaries. One thing I really try to live by it doesn't always go this way but I strive to be really more on point with my nutrition and wholesome foods throughout the week so that on the weekends I can enjoy a few drinks maybe have a little bit of a cheat burger I hate to call it a cheat burger cheat meal I hate to call it a cheat meal because it's not me cheating but I I tend to indulge in some things that aren't as healthy that I don't want to have on a regular basis this is like kind of random but my favorite thing about like that I think about with hunger cues is like your body really will tell you what it needs Mm -hmm. like once you are you have that relationship with yourself but like you know how like Pregnant women will crave, like, pickle juice. Yeah. But it's because it's, they need, like, sodium and electrolytes. Mm-hmm. Like, you're, you'll find yourself, like, craving, like, things that your body actually needs once you get into that, like, Absolutely. like Yeah, and it's kind of like water. Like, the more you drink water, mm-hmm. I promise your body's going to let you know you need that water. I, I never have a problem hitting my water goal because my body gives me signs, like, I need the water. It's same with eating nutrition-dense foods. Like, once you really start living a healthy lifestyle – your body is going to crave the healthy foods and you are not going to want to have a burger every single day. You're not going to want to have a cookie every single day. Your body's not going to be craving that and you know you're not going to thrive off that. Yeah, it'll take some time. Some Like sometimes when you get off of a diet, you think you crave it. But mm-hmm. yeah, once you, as long as you stick to it, you're going to crave the healthy stuff instead. Absolutely. Well, I hope this episode was super helpful please remember that you can always reach out if you ever have any questions. We are here to help and support you. And we'll see you next week on the Posley Fit Podcast. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Posley Fit Podcast. I am forever grateful for your constant support, love, and encouragement. You all mean more than you will ever know. Please let me know any topics you'd like to hear on the podcast. And if this episode resonated with you in any way, it would mean the world if you could share with your friends, family, and social media. If you haven't done so already, please take a second to rate review this podcast on iTunes where I can continue to bring you value. 
Thanks again, and I'll see you next week on the Posley Fit Podcast.